Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Squadcast. Today, I'm joined by Divine Sharon Rose and Dinanzi Manu of Instant Basics. And today's topic, I want to touch on Lobola. Now, for those of you who don't know, don't know what Lobola is in your culture, you might have something similar like Bride Price, uh, the unseasoned among you might call it a dowry. I don't know um, if you, if that still if that still happens here in England. But um, essentially, why why we're talking about it today is recently within the recently within uh, our homeland of Zimbabwe, the government decided that it's no longer a requirement to be to 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 do the ceremony of Lobola to be married. Which is something that it once was with with like within us, um, and now that's drawn um, the ire of a lot of people. Uh, it's also drawn the cheers of a lot of people because you know there's two there's two sides to people people who like it people who don't. So what I decided to do. I thought it would be a good thing to do is to get a few people and just talk about how they feel about the whole issue of Lobola. So with that, I think I'd like to hand over to Sharon first. You want to just walk us through your views on Lobola, please. Sure. Okay. Um, hi guys, I'm Sharon Rose. Um, so I am definitely, definitely for Lobola. Um, I'm against this new law. I mean, it doesn't outright ban Lobola like people are thinking, but I feel like this is just another step towards the, um, degradation of our culture. And I feel like advocating against Lobola is advocating against our culture. Um, and this has been happening for centuries from the time when colonization started and we've become so keen to accept Western culture as superior to ours and we lose sight of the importance of, of our own culture. Now, I'm going to get to um, really what the main problem is later, but just to touch on that, I feel like some blame for that does need to go to our um, forefathers, our past generations, because it's the responsibility of each generation to teach the next one about what our culture is. And the main problem with Lovola is that people no longer understand what it is, the purpose of it. Why do we do it? We're just told that we need to do it, but we don't understand why. And where people don't understand the purpose of something, it's open to abuse. And that's what we see with people charging um, extortionate amounts. It's because they don't understand what this is for. I mean, in the past, people could actually sit down and have a Lobola meeting without paying anything and come together as a family, make an agreement, and the the two walk away married. Um, so the, 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 there's a deeper relevance and importance to Lobola apart from people just coming together and charging a load of money. Um, so I think I advocate for Lobola, but I think some, some things need to come with that. I'll touch on that more later, but there needs to be re-education. What is Lobola? Why do we do it? I, I feel like our generation doesn't understand it. Probably our parents' generation doesn't really understand it. So how are we going to teach our grandkids if we don't understand it. What what that means to me is that three, four generations down the line, it won't exist anymore, right? Because if I say, I don't want bride price for my child, they're not going to, they're not going to keep that tradition going. So four generations down the line, it disappears. What else disappears? Do we stop 
Um, do we stop giving our children traditional names? Do we stop taking on anything to do with our culture? I mean, I'll touch on Zimbabwean culture in a bit because I feel like it's already a bit lost. We don't even have really traditional wear that, that we have as our own, it, for the Shoners, that is. Um, so I feel like the little bits that we do have left of our culture, let's not, let's not get rid of those. And that's what we're doing by saying we don't want Lobola. We're basically saying we don't want our culture. And then you see people holding a, a white wedding as something very important. That's not our culture. So, um, yeah, basically I advocate for Lobola because I advocate for preserving our culture and our identity. There's nothing more important than your identity. Those are my thoughts. All right. Thank you very much. That's very interesting. Next, Baba Manu. What do you have to say? <laughs> Baba Manu. That's my dad, fam. <laughs> Carry on. Thank you very much uh, for the introduction, uh, Mr. Firekeys. Uh, my view is that, um, before I get to my view, I want to clarify that I am a pan- pan-Africanist. I love everything to do with Africa and culture. However, for us to progress, we always have to view critique our culture so that we can become a better people. Having said that, I am for the actual original purpose of Lobola. I am just against what the last generation have been doing. So that generation I'm talking about is our parents' generation. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to be controversial. So I'm going to blame it on them. (laughs) Mom, dad, um, Uncle Sekuru, them guys. I'm going to put you on the spot here and blame you guys for two reasons. Uh, One, um, the reason I think we're having this debate is because it's never been explained properly to young people. That's the number one. Number two, it's never been taught what the original uh, purpose was. The original purpose of it was to unite two families. That was the core thing. It was just two families meeting. I know nowadays we get the word, oh, when you translate Lobola, oh, it's a token of appreciation to show, to thank the parents for raising up the child. That's the generation explained by our, that's the explanation given by our parents, that it's something that you appreciate the bride's family for raising the daughter, which is absolutely fine. Uh, Because of that, you realize that back in the day, because it was a token of appreciation, the groom's family would come with something like a... A whore, which is a badza or a which is a tool which you use in a garden or in a farm to dig things on the ground. So I thought I'd define what a whore is before y'all start singing Holes and Loyal and all that stuff. <laughs> I thought I'd define that in the first place. So that could be a sign of what appreciating, that's what a token of appreciation is. By definition, a token of appreciation is a small gift which the giver initiates rather than the receiver. It's a bit ironic for a person receiving a gift to demand or to put an amount in terms of a token of appreciation because that becomes a charge. The definition of a charge is whereby the receiver sets a value of what they are selling. That's what a charge is. A token of appreciation is thanking you for a service or doing something. I thought I'd uh, get that done. So we've got to remember that, that the token of appreciation in Lobola was just a small gift, something to thank a bride's family for. Nowadays, uh, you see people um, 
what can I say? In charges, you see an uncle, fathers, and all them people doing the charges. Now, culturally, you could have an uncle who has never met you before, an uncle you've never seen in your life before, come out there, charge the most ridiculous price, and go away, and you'll never see him again. That defeats the whole point, because the whole point is to thank people who raised the child. And that uncle might not have been there, might not have been there to raise that child. But he's got the money, he's gone away. And the mom, the funny thing was that this process is the mom is the least vocal person in this whole process. Yet she did the hardest work of giving birth to the child, bathing that child, feeding that child. Yet the only say she has is to receive a cow, which in our language is in Shona, Mombeyamai, in Debele, in Komogamama. That's a role. Yet she's the one who's done the hardest work. I do think in terms of the way our parents have defined Lobola to us, it's very contradictory. It's very mm. ironic in my view. So I think we should <coughs> modify it to our generation to make it sure that it's two families meeting. So yeah, other points, I'll get to it later. That's my view. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. And last but certainly not least, Divine, if you'd like to go on ahead. Okay, so I agree with what both of you guys have said, but I'm actually against it. I don't know if I'd say against it for everyone. I have no problems with it. Like, if that's what people want to do, then do your thing. But for me, I don't want it. And I decided that a long time ago. And that was because I've never experienced a lobola or seen it happening. Or I don't even know what it is exactly. Like, I don't know how it all happens. Um, so I don't want to attend if it's even an event. I don't want to attend my first level as it being mine. I think that's ridiculous. Secondly, um, no one's ever really explained it to me. From my limited understanding, what it is is a token of appreciation for your parents raising you. Now, I think that's ridiculous because it makes me feel like, okay, so do parents raise their daughters a certain way just with the idea that, oh, this is great, I'm going to get more money. I'm going to tell her, oh, don't lose your virginity because that's more money for me. Don't get pregnant before you get married because that's more money. You should go to uni because that's more money. That is crazy. Like, I think I never want to be viewed that way because it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand what it is. I understand that it is a token of appreciation. And also you see girls on Instagram, like on their graduation, oh, bride prize just went up. This business just went up. But at the end of the day, like you're getting you're getting into a relationship and all you're thinking about is, oh, I'm gonna make this man pay. Like that is wild to me. It's so wild. Like I don't know how anyone can do that. I feel like it's all and also now scream it. Yeah, like I think that's crazy. If someone posted that on my post, I'd just I'd block them because what the hell do you think I am? But do you think I went to uni just huh? Are you going for your masters? No, my bride prize ain't going nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) It's not happening. I think it's crazy. And my thing is, so I I don't know. I think it's just such a twisted reality. And like for people with single parents, specifically moms, like what if the dad, because like I say, my understanding is very low. So if some of the stuff I say is not factual, then you have to understand where it's coming from. This is what I know it to be. So, for instance, I believe that it goes to the man's, it goes to like your dad's side of the family or your uncles or the men or whatever. But what if you're raised by just your mom? What happens then? What if your dad's stingy? What if your dad doesn't want to give no money to your mom? At the end of the day, 
Exactly, exactly. So my thing is, if, for instance, I was just raised by my mum, this is just a hypothetical situation. But if you're just raised by your mum and your dad took no parts, what right does he have to take any money from your partner? Number two as well, um, some people, me, for example, my partner is from Ghana. So how am I now going to explain to him that, okay, well, you need to pay my dad some money who he's never met. And then he'll be like, why? And what do I say as an appreciation for raising me? Do my parents need an appreciation for raising me? No one asked them to have me. They chose to have me. So what the hell do they need an appreciation for? Mm. I appreciate them for raising me. No, I appreciate them for raising me. But what do they need money for? Like they chose to have me. Did they choose to have me? So then they'd get the money or do you get what I mean? I know this sounds crazy, but that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, why do they have to say, okay, in order for you to appreciate us raising this child, we want a cow, we want a chicken, we want £10,000. She has a degree, so we want this. She has this, so she wants this. So did you raise me for this money or did you raise me because you wanted me? That's what I think. Okay. All right. Can I come in? Can I come in? Please. Yes. Sorry. Um, So um, I completely agree with a lot of the things that Dee was saying. And I think a lot of that goes to what me and Manu have said is the main problem that there is no education on what Lobola is down the generations. I mean, the things I know, I'll give myself as as an example. My sister um, got married. She had the whole Lobola process. I was quite young. So I just remember sitting in a room at some point, I got to say how much money I wanted for something. Um, I remember that process, but over the past few years, now that I'm, I'm getting closer to, to wanting to settle down and, and, and get married, mm. I've had to ask my, my, <laughs> all right, guys, settle down, settle down. <laughs> I've, I've had to ask my mom, okay, so how does this work? So how much would you actually charge my person? Because I don't want you charging over like this amount and that money that he gives you, do you then use that to pay for the wedding? I've had to ask these questions. And um, sometimes the answer I get is, um, I've asked some aunties and I've said, I don't want you to charge over this amount just because I've got a master's and things like that. And they've said, no, that's none of your business. I remember one of my uncles saying, wow. what we charge him is none of your business. <laughs> This is now and that was ridiculous. And I was saying, well, I'd be the one who, who's going. I need to understand what it is that you're doing. Why do you, why do you charge us? And I've I've had times where I've said to my uncles, actually, I don't want you to charge anything because um, oh. I, I don't want you to to be selling me. But then I've then had to go and research it and educate myself. So the problem here is that the generations have not educated people we don't we we are not taught why it's done and that's why it's become so extortionate you know when it when it started before colonization like like manu said someone could take um badza someone could take one chicken someone could take a hole and say this is what i have and it was symbolic the whole lobola thing is meant to be symbolic it's not meant to be for profit so me bringing this whole is me showing you that i appreciate th- that token of appre- appreciation of course you're meant to raise your child but i i appreciate that you've done this and i want i've brought my family to present this to your family because we want to be joint as one and in our culture we, we use gifts and we use food as things to, to join, right? 
So mm-hmm. they brought this gift. We're going to have this food. And the reason why they bring cows most of the time, that's the, the, the cow or one or two of the cows would be slaughtered there and they would eat it together. So we brought this food so that as two families, we can sit together, negotiate, give you this gift, eat together, and we can be one. It's symbolic. And also bringing that whole is showing that I'm going to work. I'm a man who's productive. I'm going to work and look after your child. Right? That's what it was about. Mm -hmm. Then obviously, um, the white man, Black Lives Matter, the white man came (laughs) and then monetized everything. Yes, my right? sister. So it wasn't actually, I mean, I was looking at the history of Lobola in South Africa and they used to just a standard give five heads of cattle, maybe a couple of bits here and there. It was actually a British South African, so basically a white man, who yeah. said, actually, let's put monetary value to this. So each cow is worth like five pounds. So you can instead just ask for money instead of getting the cows. So it wasn't, it wasn't even us. It's not even our culture to make this a profit thing. Again, that was the colonizers coming in and doing that. But we've just adopted that and it's got worse and worse and worse. And there's women bragging that they, they had £25,000 paid for them. I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. And that's, that's losing. Right. The, they're <laughs> probably told it's none of your business. You don't need that money. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just us losing the core of what this is. And I blame, like Manu said, I blame our parents. I blame our grandparents, great great grandparents, because they've not they've not taught us what this is and why we do it. If they did, I, I don't see why anyone. Well, some people would still be against it, but then it would come from a different place, a place of understanding. Because as it is now, we're educating ourselves. <laughs> We've not been taught. That's where mm-hmm. the problem is. You see, the history... But, oh, okay, go on, do But on what you're saying, Sharon, like, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. We haven't been taught. And my thing is, right, this thing is said to be so important in our culture. Fine, mm-hmm. I'll accept that. But it's like, there's certain things where when you're growing up, you're taught from a young age, this is so yeah. important. You have to do this. You have to do this. For instance, don't give yourself away to a man until you're married. People are Uh taught that from such a young, tender age. Why? Because that's important. It's important Uh to people. So how now can something be that important, but you bring it up to me when I'm 23 years old, when I'm like, oh, mum, this is my boyfriend. Like, Uh I just feel like everyone everyone wants to act like it's so important to them. But Uh what is the motive? Because if it was that important, why didn't you teach me it from young with everything else you were teaching me? I'm not in the business of doing something just because it's tradition that's not me mm. i need an explanation if it doesn't make sense to me it's not happening and me now yeah. as a zimbabwean like i was saying how am i going to explain to someone from a whole different country with their own cultures why they should come and do something that doesn't even make sense to me if i was I with a zimbabwean man and he wanted to pay labola fine do your thing i ain't gonna stop you but i'm not now gonna try and explain something to someone that i don't understand or even impose it yeah, but then I they pay bride price in Ghana. Sorry, Manuel, I'll let you. Yeah, they do. Go. There's something different, but it's not the same mm-hmm. as what's going on here. But as a yeah. whole, unless I understand that, or unless he really insists that that's what he wants to do, if that's what he wants to do, I'm not going to stop it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's never going to be something that's going to come out of my mouth like, "Oh, let's do this." I'm not on it. I'm really mm-hmm. not on it. I was going For to me, say. I was going to say, um, obviously, as Sandler mentioned in the intro, the whole reason this topic is coming back up is because the government of Zimbabwe has put a kind of like a law or then motion to put a law to say Lobola is no longer what? A requirement in order to get a certificate of marriage. 
Um, although the government took that stance because excuse was because of exploitation, blah, 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 blah. I think if that was the real reason to stop exploitation, I think the government could have regulated Lobola yeah. in the sense of saying the maximum amount of cows you can bring or can charge is eight cows, like in Botswana. I, I believe in Botswana, mm-hmm. it's eight cows. In Kenya. In Kenya. and Ghana, I believe, you may have to correct me on this one, the maximum they can charge is 1,500 US. You can't go above that. From what I understand, I'm not too sure, but from what I understand, you can't charge more than 1.5 US. On yeah. top of that, on putting caps, because I'm talking about putting caps on things. On top of that, to be fair, it's a form of income. Yeah. Because yeah, it's part certainly. of law, they could tax it. They could tax because it is a form of income. If it's going to be part of a government legislation, then we have to think about, do we have to tax this money? Because if you put in such regulations, I believe it can stop such greediness or abuse that's been happening. You get some families that say, um, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to translate certain statements because these statements are said in, in, in our native languages a lot. But in translation, you get a lot of um, the bride's parents saying, please go and cook for your husband and please do everything for your husband because your husband is paid. Don't embarrass us. Yeah, we're eating your husband's money. I think that's the problem because our parents have kind of presented this idea of it is a transaction. That's the why a lot of people have a problem with Lobola because it's presented to us as a transaction process rather than a process of uniting of two families, which it was originally meant for. We mm-hmm. don't emphasize too much on that. It's a process of two families meeting. Rather, it's about how many cows you charge. In fact, let me give you an example. Uh, as a guy, Sandy, if you see mm-hmm. a guy, right? Yeah. Whenever they say they're coming from Lobola, what's the first question they ask? Uh, well, how much? <clears throat> there you go. That's my point exactly. That's always the first question. How much were you charged? Which is which is so wrong because the whole point was for two families to unite. And then at the end, just as a thank you gift. Okay, let me explain the thank you gift divine a little bit. Maybe she might understand. I think mm-hmm. the thank you gift came in this way. So I can't, please don't, please, Divine's boyfriend, don't kill me. It's just an example. Something's going to hunt you down. <laughs> I'm kidding. That guy's scary, you know. Tread carefully. <laughs> please don't kill me. So I come, me and my uncles here, yeah, my dad, we come to your family, right? We say, I say, so your family will then say, uh, which one of my daughters do you want to marry? It's just procedure. I'll say, that girl, sometimes you can be covered. You could have sisters or cousins, you're all covered. Then I have to pick which one my bride is, or you may not be covered. Then I say, I want to marry who? Divine. I say, oh, okay, you want to marry this girl? Yes, I'm here to express my interest in marrying her. Okay, okay, where are you from? Then my background, then I introduce my uncles who do all that stuff. When your family likes me, right, they'll then release you to take my surname to take my culture, to raise my kids who also take my surname, right? Because the whole process is to release you from your family to my family. And because your family is allowed you to be released as a family, say, oh, thank you very much for listening to our request. We want to appreciate you with this gift, maybe a whole something. This is a thank you gift. I think that's how it all started to say, thank you very much for releasing your daughter to be, take our surname, our culture, our language, to raise kids who will take our son's surname. That's where the yeah, whole that sounds fantastic. came from. Yeah. 
but yeah. However. However. It sounds fantastic, but my thing is, if I was to have love all like now, like if my partner was to propose to me and be like, do you know what, it's time, everyone mm-hmm. would they'd start being whispers of, oh, okay, you know, we need to start getting our heads together. How much do we want? Oh, she's got this, she's got this, she's got mm-hmm. that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think it's crazy. And also, you know, let's say it's your birthday and I want to yeah. buy someone a present mm-hmm. and... On a normal day, I'd just buy whatever I want. But I'm the kind of person I ask, oh, what do you want? And you yourself, you assess my, you assess how much money is she willing to spend. Then you might mm-hmm. ask your present in accordance to how mm-hmm. much I have, how close we are, blah, blah, blah. But I just think that it's so ridiculous. And everyone with the bride's price, they're on such a hush-hush. Like when I ask people, oh, so how much, was, how much did they pay for you? Oh, you know, we can't talk yeah. about it. Or oh, this, this, this. So I have no idea how much you're going to charge my partner. And after the fact, we're now trying to get a house. We're now trying to have a wedding and stuff. Like, if you've now asked all our wedding funds, that's crazy mm-hmm. to me. And there's so many people who now don't even want to get married just because mm-hmm. of the simple thing of Lobola. Mm-hmm. And then Can now we're having... I hear yeah, your thingy. That sounds like, but that sounds like the the main underlying point which everyone has been going on about is the lack of education from the previous generation down to us. Yeah, that is yeah, the main problem. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna have now, you're not. Most people aren't gonna go back to what it was traditionally, are they? They're gonna have it how it's viewed now. So oh yeah, I'm no, no, no. Having it, I'm not. The dis- previous I'm not one sounds great. Yeah, mm-hmm. the previous one sounds great. If that's really what it was about, then I'm cool with that. And they should be able to bring whatever they want to bring as a thank you. Mm. <laughs> Which is why well, I'm I not getting married it. back then. <laughs> Which is why I advocate now. for it. Which is why I advocate for it to be modified in the Same. sense of going back to the original roots. To say that starts with us. That's that the, starts with us. That starts with us. But then that also starts with getting educated on it. But then the generation who has previously lived it, because the thing is, right, the generation who's previously lived it are stuck in the thing of, right, the, um, my daughter, why well, she got, she's got this, she's got that, she hasn't been damaged, she's educated, she's. And most they knew what their daughters were getting up to. Exactly, exactly. Most of the times they have no idea, like. No, you're bringing what... this proper person, <laughs> but you don't know what they've been doing at uni. The, the, okay, the superficial idea before we get into what goes on in them uni accommodations <laughs> and at those block parties, right? <laughs> like, Fresh as week. <laughs> Fresh as week alone, that bride Listen. price should have just gone down to two pounds. Can you, exactly. now, can you imagine, if they though? they knew, for real. Can you imagine? And the thing is, your babe's nose as well. This is the other thing. Your babe's knows exactly. exactly what you've been doing to him. And your, now your parents, your uncles are there like, no, she knows she's never been touched, nah. blah, blah, blah. And he knows what's been going on. Your, your, man, you, but your man's not going to go into the negotiations like, ish, your price is well and all. However. Some people are cheeky, how, you know. However. Nah. But I'm saying like for for this thing to get fixed, like because the, the, the viewpoint I align with most is uh, Manu's viewpoint of it being modernized, like, or, you know, adjusted to what the times are now and brought back to what it used to be as the symbolic thing rather than the Mm. the monetary gain but that starts with that starts with our generation i feel like the roadblock that we run into with that though is the previous generations refuse to teach us and as much as we say google it you know education is free because the internet is vast you know that there's a suppression on like anything that's not Western culture. Like, mm-hmm. not to say that things aren't mm-hmm. out there, but 
like it's not going to be presented in the thingy manner that it's not. So how then do you propose we, how then do you propose we go about trying to, you know, fix the issue that there is now and try and change it going forward? Because, you know, bearing in mind that Rome wasn't built in a day, so it would take a while anyway, like more than just our generation. But how would you go about that? I think for our generation, go on. No, no, go ahead. I think for our generation, it's, it's too late. And I say this because if it was me and my child and I heard that, oh, you're able to get this money, um, I'd be like, yeah, let's have it. Like at the end of the day, who's <laughs> going to say no to money? So if I was my parents, I'd be for it because it's such a capitalist thing at the moment. So for us, it's too late, in my opinion. I think the only way we can fix it now is with us and our kids. When our kids are getting married, we need yeah, to no. teach them the right things from early. That's what I was saying, like us going forward to our kids and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think as well, to fix it now or to try and, and start the journey towards fixing it, it takes a bit of a billing. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know my parents, at the end of the day, if I said to them, my partner's going to bring £100 <laughs> and... Um, is that it? Is that all? Uh, Are you marrying a broke man? Yeah, he's, he's going to bring £100 yeah. and Sharon, a, a, a towel as a symbol and he'll bring groceries for people to eat on that day because that if you if you translate that, that goes back to what the main purpose was. I know they're going to be completely against that. Are but then if I made Sharon? a stand... Is that all he's but, bringing? <laughs> yes. And I'll be like, well, I, friends. Exactly. I was, uh, was going to get to that. I, I uh, that's like, Sharon. Um, She's marrying a broke man. But I would have to rebel and say... I'm either doing that or I'm just going. And I've, my parents, I've already told them that. I've said, if I sat there and you're charging like £10,000 and I know you want us to then have a wedding and we're then going to have to find a house to live um, and we, we just don't have that money, I'm going to pack my bag and go before but that ceremony is done. Oh. I'll leave with that yeah. man. <laughs> and we'll go, I'll the go next question will be like, okay, so when's the wedding? When are the kids coming? Exactly. So that's outrageous. I feel like we're going to have to rebel a bit. Of course, with our kids, we can do something different. But I feel like even with our generation, we can we can do something different now by having that conversation with our parents again and again and again. I've had it with, with mine so many times. They probably think I'm just going to leave here for free already. But <laughs> yeah, um, we have to have those conversations. And another thing is one thing against uh, I have against our parents mm. and the other generations <laughs> is that with some of these Lovola charges, they do it for their friends because they they feel like mm. they don't want to be the one whose daughter went for less than a thousand pounds. If we even start when, talking about when, things when someone else went for ten thousand pounds, exactly. And and that's ridiculous. We even start talking so, about that for our uh, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> that that whole comparing to someone else's child, um, I think it's wrong. And uh, someone you touched on me, who told you to Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. So it makes uh, me not uh, even want to do what they want me to do because I'm not doing something for your friends. I'd much I'd much rather do it for you. Exactly. It's that whole is Lovola none of your business, just turn up and be sold. And that's how they're selling it, but that's not how it's meant to be. So I agree with Manu. I feel the same way that it needs to be regulated and standardized because yeah. people have lost have lost what it is. So From instead the, of the government passing laws on how it's not needed, they should have yeah. been looking at how it can be standardized and regulated. I heard someone that's, say that uh, the Lovola law in Zimbabwe was introduced so that the elite of Zimbabwe could protect their small houses. <laughs> probably true I mean yeah <laughs> for those we who know, know, we know them for a that small, a small house is a side chick just to 
translate. Not everyone is Zim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to delve into that. I'm not going <laughs> to delve into that because, you know, yeah, um, there's some. Because trying to protect things. your small house. <laughs> His small house is listening. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I gotta protect them. On the twist, do you think with this government passing this law, right? This is just to put span on the works. Do you think it's kind of empowering the girl child that she won't be restricted anymore by a family? So, for instance, Sharon, in your case, your dad says, Sharon, you're not leaving this house until your man costs twenty thousand pounds. By the government putting that law, do you think it kind of empowers you to say, you know what, I can actually leave now, even if they disagree? Not really, because I feel like, to be honest, they've done this and we're debating it, but it's not going to change much in okay. Zim. So I feel like there might be a few families. I mean, there's a few families now in Zimbabwe who who say they won't charge. Um, but I feel like in most families, they're just going to... They're just gonna continue as they were. A lot of people see this as ridiculous. At the end of the day, it's not been banned. They've just said it's not necessary, and it's never really been that necessary. There are many ways to get married in Zim, um, yeah. in in our culture. I mean, there's one called Msengabere, where a man would literally turn up to a house and basically kidnap that uh-huh. woman. And yeah. traditionally, it's, it's seen <laughs> as one of the ways to that sounds fun. so it was literally this man just turning up and carrying this woman on his shoulder and running away with her That's and then eventually he'd send, he'd send word that she's with him so <laughs> people are gonna, are gonna carry on as they were because <laughs> yeah they're gonna carry on as they were i don't feel like it empowers the girl child really i've seen think, some people say it will mm-hmm. help stop domestic violence because there's men who abuse women in the name of I paid for you. But mm-hmm. my, yeah. my rebuttal to that is that that's neither here nor there because they don't pay bride price in England. And how many cases of domestic violence do we have? They don't mm-hmm. pay bride price all over the world and domestic violence is everywhere. So mm-hmm. saying, um, let's get rid of mm-hmm. saying, let's ban Lobola to get rid of domestic <laughs> violence is like saying, let's ban miniskirts to get rid of rape. Okay. That's that's pointless. Okay. The social media but, world has been blown. Yeah, but I feel like so. with that, I feel like with that, people feel like okay, of course, people still get abused. I'm not naive mm-hmm. to that, but they feel like actually, your mind, like you're actually they feel a sense of ownership. Food. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so now, of course, people will still abuse others, but this person feels entitled. They feel like I'm not even doing anything wrong. I paid twenty five thousand pounds for you. Like, would you mean I can't mm. do you? Would you mean I can't do this to you? True. Why not cooking? I paid 20 grand. <laughs> exactly. And then you try and go back to your family and they're like, no, we ate the money. You can't come back. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly, exactly. So you're kind of tied in. Yes, people will still abuse each other anyway, but these ones feel like they're proper and right standing. Like, how can you tell me you don't want to be here? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there are families who will say to the woman, you have to go back to your abuser because he paid by price. And, you know, our culture you don't walk out of marriages, blah, 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 blah. Again, that's the abuse I said at the start. When people don't understand the purpose of something, it leaves it open to abuse. So it's very sad that it's become something that people don't understand and abuse. But again, that that just means it needs to be standardized. It needs to be regulated and people need to be educated on it. Mm -hmm. So 
in regards to the context of why I say it empowers a girl child, because what happens is in Zimbabwe for customer marriage, for marriage to be uh, legalized, to, or to get that marriage certificate, part of the laws was in order to get that certificate, Lobola had to have been done. So you can't get mm. that certificate until it was proven that Lobola was conducted. That's the angle mm-hmm. I'm coming from. So you have a lot of couples in Zim who, uh, I don't know what the English word is. I only know in Debele. Hello? Um, sorry? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. No, oh, okay. So you have a lot of couples who are living as partners. They can't mm-hmm. get that marriage certificate because their dads or uncles didn't approve of the law of honor. So they're so just they cohabiting. Have, yeah, they're cohabiting. Yeah, that's the word in English. <laughs> cohabiting. Mm-hmm. They don't have that certificate. But now... No, it's cute, but yeah. now no, they can they can get that certificate because they no longer need that requirement of Lobola. So I'm coming from that angle to say, in a way, does it kind of empower uh, the couple, not just the girl child, but the couple now yeah. to get that yeah. certificate? In, in that sense, yeah, it doesn't empower the couple. And um, I, I guess it, it's just modern times, our modern ways of living. But I'm a bit of a traditionalist at heart. I mean... Yeah. My my goal is to be a housewife. <laughs> I'm joking. But um, <laughs> hey, speak your I'm, truth, man. Oh, she's joking. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not joking. I'm really not joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm a bit old school, so um, yes, it empowers the couple, and we have to be open to different ways of living, modern ways of, of living. But so if I come home, I will find my food cooked. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old yeah, school like that. And, and I then see. I'm gonna have to pay. No wonder your parents want a lot. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and with that, with that, I think that's as good a place as any. Find me in the kitchen, bare, barefoot, pregnant. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, gentlemen, for listening to this episode of Squadcast. And yeah, man. Hope to catch you on the next one. Thank you all. Goodbye. Bye. Ladies.